Hello and thank you for joining us today at Distracted by Life. Our podcast is all about making change within yourself and your relationships. We share conversations, stories, and explore ideas coming from our lifelong journey of the high points and especially the low points where we learn to face our fears or cope with pain, loss, and failure. We do this in a discovery quest to establish patterns around our past and understanding whether we are tripping up from our past or being held hostage by it. We work on identifying ways to move forward, aligning our core values, and unlocking the keys to self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and letting go of what is not serving you positively in life. A better you is always there, ready to explore in a new world. So let's begin. In today's episode, we discover what the term gray rock means. We ask, how does gray rock work? And when is gray rock not advisable to use? I must say it's a new term for me, and I'm kind of curious. So let's jump right in with Amal to understand this term. Hi, Amal, and welcome. Hi, Dan. Glad to be here, as always. As you can imagine, the term gray rock was new to me as well. A few weeks ago, when I was doing some research, I stumbled on it by a chance. The term itself intrigued my curiosity. As I heard it, I, as I heard about it in the context of um, dealing with narcissistic people, so I found the concept quite interesting. And it can work for the most part, but there are situations where it's not advisable to to use it. So, with that said, let's get started. Okay. So, what is this gray rock? What is what is the gray rock method? Well, according to Angie Fidel, founder of Soul Care describes gray rocking as creating an invisible boundary that protects you from people who exhibit narcissistic behavior and won't take no for an answer. By making yourself as boring as a gray rock, they will move on. Narcissists thrive on being the center of attention as we all know it and will quickly lose interest when you do not give them the drama and the attention they crave. Gray rock can be particularly helpful when you are uncomfortable verbalizing boundaries, as you can use this technique without having to say something that can make you feel uncomfortable. That's kind of interesting. So how how do you go gray rock? How do you do gray rock? (laughs) (laughs) Well, in a nutshell, think of a gray rocking as turning your your back on someone without actually turning your back and offending them. So for example, say you are in a one-sided relationship where you initiate all of the connections and then when you do connect with the other person, the other person dominates all the conversations. That does happen, you know. I've, I have people like that in my life. I'm sure you do. Oh, I do. Here, you simply stop calling this person. Similarly, if you are at a, a, at a party with somebody who triggers you, don't make any effort to connect with them. Instead, make yourself as boring as possible. Don't tell interesting stories that draw this person in. Flatter them or make yourself the center of attention. If they suggest the two of you grab a coffee sometime, just answer, yeah, we should, we should and then leave it at that. Isn't that the famous statement that we do in the workplace sometimes? Always. When, always. always. Let's meet for a coffee. We should connect. Let's do some lunch. Yeah, sure. It's it's the famous, famous statement that 
happens all the time in the workplace. We should, we should discuss this more. Let's go for coffee. Yeah, we yeah. should. Let's do that. I'm not suggesting you do not have fun in, at a party, really, but rather when you encounter that specific person who ex- exhibit narcissistic behaviors, you then switch into a boring mode. So gray rocking, really, it's basically you turning into a boring mode. However, let me acknowledge, though, there are some events where going gray rock will not work. You can be the best gray rocker, and sometimes it's still not going to work in your favor to be in the same space as this person. So choosing not to go to an event is a form of gray rocking. Okay, uh, not being the center of attention is probably the toughest thing I I have to try to learn not to do, So, <laughs> which is like every podcast. Um, okay, so when is gray rock not advisable? Well, it's not advisable in situations where someone can actually turn violent. In that case, you might need to see a therapist for advice on how to handle those scenarios. As a therapist, a counselor that more experience in that in, in that area. Gray rock does not mean you remain silent when you see injustice. You should speak up on behalf of those who you feel are marginalized. Gray rock should be thought of as a short-term solution to protect ourselves when we have to deal with those people who trigger us. So it's really is a short-term solution, not a long-term solution. If you are in a situation like a job that you can leave, then going gray rock can help you survive until you develop enough resources where you can exit. Mm. I am all too familiar with that part. Yep. And I actually, to be honest, as I'm all too familiar with that part, I didn't realize I'm doing gray rocking. That's why I said that early on in the podcast that the, the term is so interesting, quite interesting, because as I look back on some of the scenarios in my life, I was actually practicing gray rocking and I didn't even know it. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure a lot of us can... can Relate to that. Can relate to that yeah. for sure. So, okay, um, still doesn't take out the emotion of the event or events. So how do you deal with the emotions that, that come out of this gray rock well, when you're around someone who has harmed you in some way, it's natural that your cortisol level will go up and, and you'll get you quite worked up, right? Some recommended approaches to consider are, for example, uh, maybe go to a, a, a some private place. Could be, for example, the bathroom where you can lock the door and be alone until you calm down. Another option you can that I heard that also work is that you can cross your arms um, across your chest, tap your arms with your hands from left to right twenty five times. This. If this particular exercise doesn't work for you, it's fine. Then find another repetitive physical movement that will calm you down. At the end of the day, the secret, the key is repetitive physical movement. So if crossing your arms and tapping them left to right 25 times doesn't work for you, find something that does. But repetitive physical movement is the key. Then after the event, you know, feel pride in yourself that you just faced off with this person who is who is a potential threat or has been a threat to you, then just breathe in, breathe into it, letting it leave your body. Consider journaling. Some people, um, it works for them to journal about and putting their feelings and thoughts into, um, and into, a, into, P, in, into a notebook, 
kind of talking about your experience and expressing it or processing this event with a therapist also is a is also a possible solution if you can. We often need to overcome this notion that this notion prevalent in American culture where we are taught that civil civility isn't enough. We are taught we have to be nice even though being nice sometimes goes against our better judgment. When you feel these emotions arising, ask yourself, why do I care so much about being involved in this particular thing? Remind yourself that you are not the savior who can fix everything, really. In terms of my final thoughts in this topic, over time, you will find these intense emotions disappearing. You no longer care what they are doing and you can shine where you are supposed to shine. Furthermore, you will learn to without the people with narcissistic tendencies very quickly and there will be no longer part of your life. Thank you for tuning in with us in the on Distracted by Life podcast. As always, you make the journey worthwhile. May you stay grounded and level-headed back to you then. Well, thanks, Amal. And thank you all uh, for joining us here at Distracted by Life. If you're interested to learn more, check out our other podcasts, of course, or hop online to Amal's website at amalcandido.com, where she talks about her coaching world, covering life, leadership, and mindfulness, including links to popular podcasts and to her books as well. And with that said, stay tuned for our next episode from Amal and myself. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.